Welcome to the TSU. Anna. So first, I have to say, Anna. Shifts have changed. Shifting. Shifting has happened. Yes. Last episode, I was a little surly. A little? Now, uh, mm, uh, I was mad at the slide people. You were mad at the everything. I was mad at the people touching people. I was mad at the drinking people. I'm still mad at those people, frankly. But now, <laughs> this is all positive, Anna. Oh, all positive. All positive. We have great stuff coming up. First, Anna, what do we have coming up this month that's, pretend, well, I can't say, it's spectacular. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And we are going mm. to what? Thanksgiving. Mm. We are mm. going to my ex-wife's house <laughs> for dinner. <laughs> and You're she going is, to your ex-wife's house. And she has promised me she is going to fuck you. What? No, yes. she did not. Yes. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be amazing. <sighs> yeah. No. Okay, well, then we're going to my ex, my ex's house as well and he has promised that he's going to fuck you and i am in for that <laughs> so you were ready for that were you maybe okay. he's in for that too. <laughs> oh man mm. okay so here's no. what we're gonna do we're being positive we have a lot of fun things where we got thanksgiving coming up we got christmas coming up and <gasps> we have the avian awards in las vegas we're going Yay! to that's gonna avian, be fun because we are going to slut you out for that one <gasps> What? Yeah, we're going to slut you up. Everybody sluts up for that Avian Awards. Aren't we're, I always slutty? Yeah, but we're going to take you to a whole other oh, level. No, I'm not always slutty. I'm actually a good girl. No, you're always pretty no. slutty. No. Oh, my goodness. No. Really? No. Okay. But that'll be fun. Yes. And it's my birthday month. Yes. I'm going to turn 21 again. 21. For the 50,000th time. <laughs> so let's let me, talk, let me ask you this real quick. Mm. There's a lot of parties. There's a lot of parties we talk about. A lot mm-hmm. of people invite New us to Year's. parties. New Year's. A lot of people want us to do parties or come to their parties or pitch a party. What is missing? I have thoughts in my mind of what is missing at parties that people aren't doing. Well, one, I want to know, how do we get people to do a holiday party? Because I know there's so many holiday parties. What would get people to come to a holiday party? Like a sexy hol- like holiday? Like a true ho-ho-ho party. A ho-ho-ho party. Yeah, like because I know there's so many... like holiday parties that people go to like your work one your family one your but what about a sexy holiday ho 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 party like what would pull you in like do you need a sexy santa do you need that do you need like you know your ho ho hoes like how many ho ho hoes like what do you need so let me me i think i need a hot tub so let me do this magical santa right here mr magical ryan Mm -hmm. i'm gonna put a request out to our lifestyle host okay we want to do a sexy holiday party. Mm-hmm. Is that face? Can we do that? Probably. Okay. Uh, secondly, I'm going to make a request myself. Mm. I want to see more orgies at parties. You go to big lifestyle like events. A big bed orgy. You go to you know things that in Sacramento or travel around. There's not enough orgies. People love big orgy beds. Groups of forty, groups of fifty people. A lot of places only have stuff for two, <laughs> three, four people. I want to see Roman orgies. And I know a lot of people have told me that they would like to see that too. You know, yes, I have seen a couple of scenes in some of the lovely romantic sci-fi movies or shows that I like watching and they have orgies like that. Um, I have a question for the you. Witch. Have you ever masturbated to one of those scenes ever? No, I have not. Have but you- it's really hot. It makes me want to masturbate. Um, that just- works. I mean, like that does. It does. I'm like, ooh, oh, me- yes. Since we're only four minutes into this mm-hmm. show. Yeah. What do you like to watch masturbating Nana? Me? Yeah. Oh, you know me. I'm the, I'm just a cutie little ma. I like daddy doms. 
Okay. And like Danny Doms for sure. Like, mm mm-hmm. And that's like my biggest thing. I like, I think I like, well, I have, <laughs> well, like the idea is like, uh, me and another girl, we're just having fun, playing dress up, just like, you know, let's, we're just trying on dresses and things like that. And then she kind of slips her hand in between my legs and wait, what, huh? Uh-huh. Stop it. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. wait a minute. Sorry about I that. Wasn't, like, what? Yeah. So here's what we're going to do, Anna. We're going to take a little break and we'll be right mm-hmm. back with the TSU right after, after this. this. So you're wanting to jump into the lifestyle world and you say, hey, where are the parties? Where are all the people? Okay, let the sensational unicorn help you. Go to Cassidy.com. That's Cassidy.com. Look around, explore, sign up. Here's what we got for you. 30 free days. Sign up. Put in our code, the sensational unicorn. It's with an S-I-N. And we'll give you 30 free days. And give it a try. That's where we met all our dirtiest friends and our kinkiest friends, including my friends from New Orleans that are a little crazy, but dirty. So do me a favor, go to Cassidy.com and give them a shot and tell them the Sensational Unicorn sent you. Welcome back to the TSU. I am fucking stoked to I have with me. Guys, so let me tell you first where we're at. We're at a large lifestyle convention in Sacramento, and I have some very good friends that I know, but you know what they are? They are fucking rock stars in the lifestyle world. That's what I consider them. So guys, why don't you introduce yourself and say who you are? I'm Bald Nurse. And I'm Mrs. Bald Nurse. Well, the same. So my question for you guys is, let's let's start. You know, I, I, you guys are, uh, let me describe you guys. Um, you look like you could kick my ass. And you're pretty hot. <laughs> I've known you guys for a while, but I think you guys have an interesting dynamic, a good story, and you represent the lifestyle of what I think it's about. It's just not everybody just fucking each other. It's good friends, people loving each other, people standing up for each other, and that's what you guys are. So first, why don't you tell me, like, how did you guys even get into this, and why did you get into this? Um, I'll start. So I am a uh, recovering addict, and my lovely wife here made a proposition at one point, we were driving down the road, and she said, I'll make a deal with you. You get a year clean, and we can have a threesome. Really? I was like, really? And she's like, here's the catch. You got to find the girl. And I'm like, oh, no, that's a disaster. No matter who I bring home, <laughs> that's going to be a problem. And, and Okay, so let's, let's, let's jump to that. So how did, that, how did you guys go down and find that first person, and, and what happened? So being total newbies, uh, I had no idea how to find a unicorn or even that they were called unicorns at that time. So I discovered SLS, um, the great website that's, it is what it is, and actually found somebody who advertised themselves as a unicorn. Um, She was super hot. She was in our area. I just simply sent a message and reached out and said, hey, here's our deal. And uh, would you be willing to join us? And she responded back the next day and was like, yeah, I'd love to meet you guys. Let's, let's do this. So you, you meet up and you see her, see her, right? And what was your first, first response when you saw her? 
Well, her pictures were spectacular. Um, when we saw her in person, she's four foot 11, 95 pounds. Absolute dream girl. <laughs> and okay. And everybody wants to know what happened on that first date. So you, you were, where, where did you guys go? How did you meet? What happened with that? You remember? We went to a sushi place and one of the first things she did was lifted her top in the restaurant and showed us her beautiful breasts. Yeah. She said, Hey, you guys want to see something? I would, yeah, sure. What do you got? And she flashes us her boobs right in the restaurant. I looked over at my wife and was, I said, that's our girl right there. <laughs> that's our girl. And how, and how was that for like people who aren't used to lifestyle and you have these crazy experiences? What was that like? Like, holy shit, is this real? No, it was definitely surreal. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely surreal. Um, her confidence was uh, inspiring. Um, she absolutely had no hesitation uh, lifting up her shirt and showing us her boobs. And the fact that they were glorious boobs was... Uh, <laughs> Even better. And then what happened? So you went back to her place or what happened? No. There? So we, uh, we went out front and we talked and uh, my wife and I had made an, an agreement that we were going to meet first and then we would set up a play date if, you know, we were all comfortable. Yeah. So we asked her when we got out front, we said, so what do you think? You want to get together? And she was like, absolutely. When do you guys want to do this? So I said, I'll get us a hotel room for, uh, I don't know. I think this was like a Monday. I said, I'll get us a hotel room for like Wednesday night. So we got a hotel room for Wednesday night. And she came over. We went and had a little dinner first. Um, went back to our room. And we all started to play. But the first night was, uh, I don't know, it was awkward. It was weird because we'd, we'd never done anything like this. So it was pretty much what we now know to be a soft swap. Yeah. And she actually ended up spending the night with us. A uh, little tiny thing. Slept in between us in the bed. Didn't take up much room. And the next morning when we were all saying our goodbyes, she looks at my wife and she goes, so can I fuck him next time? <laughs> and she she looks over and she goes, sure. I was like a fucking kid in a candy store. I'm like, yay, not only is there going to be a next time, but I get to fuck her the next time. <laughs> and how was that? And it was good. I mean, for me, it was good. Um, we all played around. And at one point, um, I, I stopped fucking her. And she got up to go to the restroom. I looked over at my wife and I said, did that make you uncomfortable? And she said, yeah, it did. And I was like, damn it. So that's a good question. So, I mean, people talk about jealousy all the time, getting through it. So how did that go? How did, did you sit down? How did you work through that? Well, when we got home, we did sit down and have a conversation. Um, she wasn't super comfortable watching me have sex with another woman. Um, I, of course, was, you know, in heaven. I had my gorgeous wife and I had this little pixie that I could have sex with. And um, I handled it poorly, to say yeah. the least. Yes, I, I you know there's a lot of people I meet at parties and I used to give a tours at parties and I, I had new couples and I can't tell you how many times I met a couple. They said they never, we just want to look, we want to watch, we're not going to play. And within the first hour, the wife had fucked like four guys and the guy was trying to meet girls and had no luck. And then the guy got jealous and there was fights. And, you know, I, I always told people when I was telling one of our friends earlier, like definitely baby step in the stuff and go slow and make sure everybody's on board. So the big question, so how did you get into guys and, and how did you talk to her? How did you get through that and then get her involved also with guys? Well, that, there was a long step uh, at, when, after I handled it badly. I kind of went around behind her back and I was contacting our unicorn. And uh, our unicorn, true to what she had told us, she was not interested in breaking up anybody's relationship. So she eventually contacted my wife and said, hey, you better reel your boy in. He's over here trying to uh, contact me. And I think a lot of new people, you know, they, they it, once you're exposed to this, 
people get super excited you know you forget about rules and i think that's a common thing and I, that's why i tell people communication is so important step by step by step sure as you're taking off your top and i'm looking at your boobs sorry about that i couldn't focus for a second by the way i lost my thought for a second i was like a fat kid in a cake factory yeah i mean i i had the best of both worlds yeah and uh, she pulled the rug out from underneath me yeah so i was definitely not happy well but- i realized during this process that i'm not by. So I really felt left out. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I'm what I call a lazy buy or a northern buy. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll play around with the top floor, but yeah, you know, I don't. I just couldn't bring myself to be downstairs. Yeah, and there's a lot of people like that, and I think that's the main thing is just education and telling people, hey, this is what we are, and like, and most people respect those rules, and unless people are really drunk and they try to push those boundaries, but that's the the thing. I think you just tell people what you are, and people accept that, and and that's what they do. Yeah. So how so how so then how many years ago was that? That was about three years ago, I believe. Five. Oh, I think it was lower than that. Yeah, so it's three or four years ago. Five, almost five. Oh, almost five yeah. years. Well, ago. Well, five years of we just lost two years of your life really fast. Yeah, right. Because we got out for a little bit after that. Yeah, yeah. So so, what made you guys get back into it? Well, one of the things that our unicorn had done for us, so she has taken us to our first party, mm-hmm. um, a little place in Sacramento, which is no longer around. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got exposed to the whole party scene and I, you know, it was eye opening for sure. I mean, yep. there's women walking around with their boobs hanging out in the back of a residential yard and there's porn playing and there's people doing all kinds of crazy things. And so my wife had said, you know, I don't want us to interact with any, you know, other people, but we can definitely go to parties and, and we can fuck. Yeah. I, I'm open to, you know, putting on a show. Yep. So we did that for a minute and then we met, uh, we met another couple friends of ours who uh, you will talk to tomorrow, I understand. And they be, kind of became our mentors, our kind of our liaison into this thing. Yeah. And the first night we met them at another venue in Sacramento, we played on the bed next to them. little friendly touching going on, but uh, no, uh, no, no penetration. And the next morning, the woman tells my wife, she said, oh, don't worry, girl. You'll be just like me one day. You'll, you'll be taking five cocks and... You know, don't worry about it. Well, now it's 50 cocks after San Francisco, as our listeners know what happened. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Not not my wife, but the other woman, yes. And I believe the official count was 30, according yeah. to the Power Exchange website. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back in one second. But I want to talk to you about something. I want to talk about parties. And I want to also talk about single guys and your thoughts of single guys and dealing with single guys at parties, too. Okay. So we'll be right back in a second. Welcome back to the TSU. I got the sexies in front of me. Okay, so now we're going to talk about an interesting subject that I get into a lot, especially after last week because I almost beat up a single guy. So obviously, James, you are very large and you could squash me in a second. Uh, my question is, when you go to parties and there's lots of couples, there's lots of single women and single guys, what is the etiquette as a couple like you of meeting people and what really pisses you off to the extent of single guys? Well, I mean, if you could talk to single guys, well, how do you want to meet people and what should they not do? Well, we've pretty much figured out that single guys are not our, our cup of tea. Um, at first, a lot of single guys are pushy. 
Um, I handle all the social media interaction. Um, we have a Reddit page, so I get 20, 30 guys a week easily um, soliciting, wanting to want to fuck her. And we tried it a couple times. Uh, the MFM, her attitude was somebody's always underserved in a threesome. So um, <laughs> True. So we decided that, you know, single men weren't really for us as a general yeah. rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, we play with a lot of couples. But the, the the option for her is always open. You yeah. know, if you find a guy who's really attractive and that's what you want, by all means, you know, go for it. As long as they're respectful. And the biggest thing we hate is an opening line like, hey, and then a dick pic. Yeah. No, I agree. And even at parties, if, if a guy comes up to you, what what is respectful and what is not respectful to you? What, what do you tell people? I prefer that to be start at like a conversation, not just, hey, you want to fuck or yeah. you know, grab me or that kind of thing. I mean, I want to feel a connection before we just go do it. Yeah. And, and that's why our way of the lifestyle is mostly with friends, because we already know that we have that connection. Not to say that new people don't come in to our lives, but um, so I really want to get to know them a little bit before that happens. Yeah, I uh, especially we were at a small little party last night, and as my friend behind me knows, I have a new name that I'm calling the Slide Guys. <laughs> and we were in the middle of conversations, and these guys just sh- slid in with their wives and, "Hey, how's it going?" And they were using their wives as kind of like props, and <laughs> and they started touching it inappropriately. And it was, we had that two or three times with guys last night that I called the slide guys because we didn't know them. They just kind of popped in and thought they were our friends and they were using their wives just as kind of like tools. And it was very weird. And I've noticed guys doing this more and I don't like the people that insert themselves into a conversation. It's awkward to me. And I think, you know, you need to start off slow, introduce yourself and and build relationships. And same thing. I had people saying, Hey, what's your room number? We want to come just hang out. It's like, dude, we don't even know you. Um, you're not going to come to my house and, and here's my room to my house. So I think you have to look at things that way. You know, it, it's being respectful and, and watching out for each other. So um, so for you, how, how do you meet guys and what kind of guys do you look for? And let me ask you, James, real quick. What, what do you what do you like with her with guys? Like what do you like watching? I mean, what's your thing with uh, what do you like with your wife? Well, I learned I thought what I thought that was the type of guy that she wanted um, was not anywhere near what I thought it was. So I realized I quickly have no clue what an attractive man to her is. Yeah. So um, I, since she's not really into the MFM, the threesome thing, I'm okay. I'm okay watching. She prefers that I be there for her, a feeling of safety and a sense of security, which I'm okay with. Um, I, I protect her, and if somebody wants to get stupid, and um, I would way prefer to be there. Do you ever get jealous? Oh yeah, absolutely. You do Ab- really, absolutely. And 100%. what's and what's the triggers for you that that makes you jealous? I'm seeing another guy who's like so overly excited and uh, to see her and putting hands all over her and you know to see her kind of light up and you know. But I realize that that, that that affection and that attention is good for her ego. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and it's something that I I work through. I have to process it. Um, yeah. Because there's a lot of women that I interact with that are excited to see me, that are happy, that are grabby. And so I, I imagine that she probably goes through something similar. So let me ask you this question. As far as meeting people, do you meet people out or for parties only? How do you meet people? So as I said before, we have a Reddit page. Mm-hmm. Um, we tried for a while people reaching out through our Reddit page. 
Um, we found that a lot of those people were flakes or they were brand new. We got a lot of, hey, we've never done this. Could you show us before? Mm -hmm. We really like to meet people at parties. Um, if we meet people out in the, the vanilla world, we like to go out first, have dinner, have a conversation. We're not uh, jumping the jump in the sack, wham, bam, swingers. Yeah, I, I've had a couple situations where I actually met a couple once. And um, as I was into the dinner, um, the wife didn't know why she was there. The husband didn't even know, didn't even tell her that they were on a lifestyle site. And, and it was super awkward. And I personally have told people who are new right now that I suggest if you're going to meet people, just meet at a party. And then you're not stuck with them for two hours or three hours at a dinner. You know, if, if the people are super weird, you can kind of dump them and move on to some new people and new friends. But, you know, you got to really watch out that because there is a lot of people out there that are just trolling, collecting pictures of people. And you have to be careful of that. Sure, sure. Um, we've had pictures stolen uh, on our Reddit site reposted uh, where people are claiming them as their own um that kind of pisses me off more than anything i'll go right into their dms and say yeah. hey hey asshole why are you stealing pictures of my wife and claiming them as your own <laughs> uh and then i report them give you we did have an incident where we were set we set up a meet and greet with a couple and at the very last minute we were already at the restaurant getting out of our car and the very last minute he texts us and he says, well, something came up. Um, things aren't good right now with my wife. And so we suspect that she just found out as he, they were getting into oh. the car. Yeah, I, I think as they were walking out the door, maybe she might have asked, you know, where are we going? That, that's kind of the whole vibe of the thing that, that, that came across. Yeah. And it was like, dude, how could you not tell your wife that you're going to meet a couple? And that's one thing I always ask potential people we're going to meet. Is your wife into this? Yeah. Does she know? Um, and of course you always get the stand. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's totally into it. She totally wants to do this. A lot of times I think it's guys who want to fuck my wife Yeah, and they're willing to say whatever in anything so that they can get that chance. Yeah. Now let me ask you this question. We talked about lifestyle. We talked about community. Uh, how important are, how do you describe your lifestyle friends and the community and what it is that people that don't understand what lifestyle is? How do you describe to people what the lifestyle is? Our lifestyle friends versus our vanilla friends are so much more dynamic and they're, um, it's, it's, we, you have a lot more close connection with people, um, probably because of the shared intimacy. And, you know, I know like, like yourself, mm -hmm. um, my wife and I were very concerned about you for a while. Um, you know, we consider you very, a very good friend. So we look out, we genuinely look out for our friends. Um, our lifestyle friends that we have met are some of our best friends we have in the whole world. Um, and we go out and do vanilla things with them. And it, it's not always about, you know, getting naked and having sex. No, I tell people that all the time. And I mean, I, I tell people you can't expect it's all about sex. It's not. It's 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 dinners. It's fun. It's stupid stories. And and then there's I mean, I've been, I don't know about you, but I've been with life, lifestyle couples where we've had 20 people and nobody plays. Everybody talks half the time and they're hanging near a fire pit. And, they, you know, everybody's happy to see each other. And it's a big family. Yeah. Yeah, and we feel like those friendships are tighter because there's nothing hidden. There's no question that is over the line. Yeah, no, I agree. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a little break, and we're going to come back, and then we're going to hear, I want to hear some of your dirty stories. I okay. know you got some shit, but I want to hear the good stuff, okay? And then I want to talk about our friends Bill and Fanny, too, because uh, they're going to come on here tomorrow on the show, but I want you to tell me about them a little and how fucking crazy they are, okay? Okay. So we'll be right back in a second on the Sensational Unicorn.
Welcome back to TSU. I got the sexies in front of me. Hey, guys. So um, our listeners really want to know, you know, they're driving to work. They're listening to the podcast. We want to know the good stories. We want to know the shit. So, Mr. Baldners, please tell me some of your favorite stories of lifestyle so far. Um, one of the ones that my wife and I were just talking about was one of our earliest uh, lifestyle experiences where we actually did a swap. Um we went up to this party. We didn't know anybody. It was just she and I, and we decided we wanted to play. So there was a, a large double bed. It was like two king-size beds next to each other with like a twin bed at, at the end. It was a huge fuck pad. Um, I said, let's just grab a little let's grab a little corner here on the edge of the bed, and let's just do our thing. And within probably 10 minutes, we realized we are in the middle of a fucking orgy. Um, this woman rolls over, beautiful woman rolls over and starts making out with her, uh, playing with her boobs. Next thing you know, I went down on her. Um, some We hadn't swapped anything. And this woman is playing with my wife and she's got her ass up in the air and she goes, somebody needs to fuck me. And I was just like, oh, I'll do that. <laughs> that looks like fun. Did you ever think like, I mean, after a while, some of this becomes normal. Do you ever think like, holy fucking shit, this is crazy last night? Oh, oh, yeah, all the time. All the time. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. We went to Power Exchange with our friends Bill and Fanny for the famous 50 gang bang. Um, and uh, suddenly you're in front of me and you had a girl like on top of a bed. Am I correct? Yeah, the bed at the Power Exchange is uh, in the middle of the room and it's got like a metal cage or frame over the bed that you can chain people to or whatever um this woman is a uh, professional ballerina professional dancer and she grabbed the bars above the bed suspended herself from them and wrapped her legs around my head while i proceeded to eat her pussy for probably 10 minutes i was amazed at the strength and the acrobatics of this woman it was so hot. And wasn't she squirting all over the place, too? Yes, yes. She was squirting all over the place. I stayed well hydrated. And um, so, subsequently, she has become a playmate. So, I travel into the city um, once a month and, and go and play with her. So Power Exchange has been a great venue. Yeah. Great place for They've us. They've done a great people. job. They've cleaned up the place, and we actually are big fans of those guys. I was, I was telling our friends, actually, who we have in our room right now, it, it's important when you meet people you like to remember to get contact because you meet so many people. Right. But when you really meet somebody, it's so important to get your phone number because you may never get it again and lose a long life friend. Well, as a prime example, the people you have in your room. Exactly. Are, exactly. We met at Power Exchange yep. on that night. We actually yep. met three couples. Um, all three of the couples we still we keep in contact with. Yeah. I had the forethought to get my phone out. And for me, when I put people in my phone, I use a pineapple emoji in front of their name. <laughs> That's a great idea. So when I go back to search for these people, all I have to do is put the pineapple in and everybody comes up. And it's amazing because I remember I turned the corner and you were making out with her husband. And you're like, and that's how yeah, we that, became friends. Yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the big question. Well, let me ask you. I'm sorry. We didn't ask about you. So what's some of your sexually fun, great stories that you've had happen to you? Well, um, the probably the craziest ones are where it just happens organically at a party and before I know it there's just people everywhere around or there's an audience I'm a real exhibitionist yeah. and there's been times when we've started in a room and then before we know it the room is full and there's a whole audience standing around and that just gets me so hot and I know, and I know, I know, James. You love, you love, you have no problem in front of people, right? You love showing off. Yeah, I don't mind at all. So, speaking of 
experiences. Have you had any bad experiences meeting people or couples or things like that? There's been couples where we were really excited to, uh, to get together with them or whatever. And then for whatever reason, we heard through a third party that their dynamic was weird or they just later came off weird. And we were like, okay, well, maybe we're going to avoid those people. Yeah. Um, try not to be too judgmental because, you know, this is a dynamic group of individuals. But what, is, what is the warning sign when you meet people that you should look for that's that are a little triggered for you? Like, mm, we got to be careful. Well, what the, do you look for? The one couple I'm talking about in particular, somebody told me a story that they went up to these people's house and were hanging out with them and they were in the hot tub and the wife genuinely looked like she was terrified and didn't know that this was going to happen with four people in the hot tub. Holy shit. While her husband on the other side was grabbing our friend's wife's knee and working his way up her knee to her crotch. Uh, and the whole thing just felt really awkward. That's crazy. Yeah. It's how do you even get yourself to that point where it's your wife is clueless, but you just go ahead and invite people over anyway to get naked in the hot tub. What have you wanted to experience, but you haven't experienced yet? be savagely raped by a gang of asian hookers <laughs> other than other than that um i think we've checked off most of the boxes that we yeah. ever wanted to check off yeah how about you i just would like to continue to meet people good people through the lifestyle and um, continue to have fun i mean that's really the pursuit of all of this is to have fun after after all you guys have done so far is there ever friction is there ever communication that you have is it constant communication oh my goodness by the way somebody has just brought a chicken bake in front of me and if you watch two of our episodes i actually fucked a chicken bake so i'm getting pretty horny looking at it right now thank you very much i love you um is there any pitfalls even with you guys right now that as long as you've been in it um you guys fight is there still jealousy like how much important is communication all this time five years in? Extremely important. In fact, when we first started in Lifestyle, we realized that communication was the only way this was going to work. And we listened to some of the podcasts and we learned how to communicate. We learned that the, the key of this is to be open and to respect the other person's feelings. And we've learned now that if there's something on our mind that maybe triggered us, then we'll talk about it the next day. Now, the one people I do want to talk about is I want to talk about Bill and Fanny. Now, Bill and Fanny were the ones who went to power exchange and banged 50 guys one night. I would consider them the Michael Jordan of lifestyle. Um, and I'm talking the good Michael Jordan, not the old Michael Jordan. Um, They're definitely how, swinger royalty. Yeah. How do you, how do you, how can tell me some crazy shit about them that you've seen, you've been around? Like, I mean, they're, they're, they're incredible, right? Fanny is an absolute sexual dynamo. Um, one of my favorite women to play with. Um, I've been over to their house played with her for an hour and a half two hours where she has come 14 15 times had 15 squirting orgasms and when i'm done and i'm tapped out i know that she could probably still go for another hour oh 100 and this woman's eight years older than me um and i'm no spring chicken and a rocking body rocking yes. body and just a really a genuine good person great personality and build same great guy and you were, you were saying a funny story about you when you met her. What did she say? So the first time that we met them, she said, um, at the next day, she said, before you know it, you're going to be fucking five guys a night and, and you're going to have dicks and two hands. And, and so we got to the car after that. I told James, that woman is not going to talk me into anything. I am not going to be doing that. And this is, this is it. Before I knew it, the next party, I had three dicks 
in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I went, the other thing is, is that James was only the second man I've ever been with in my life. Wow. My first husband, I met him at 17, and we were together up until a year before James and I got together. And so I went from two guys to five guys in one night. It was a major, and it's like it unleashed a beast in me. <laughs> <laughs> so like, like tonight, we're going to do a big Halloween party tonight, right? Do you guys have a game plan or you just take it as it comes? Like, what do you guys want? Have you talked about this? Do you have a game? What are you thinking? What do you want to do tonight? We haven't like strategized or anything. There's yeah. no game plan. Um, we're going to go into this like we go into any other party. We're going to hang out with our friends. Yep. We're going to see where the night goes. Yep. Um, we know that the big thing about this evening tonight is the after parties. Correct. So down in the ballroom, it's a lot of dancing, um, talking to friends you haven't seen in a while hanging out and bullshitting and then at some point you'll we notice the usual suspects start to gather together yeah. gather together and start talking about okay one hour when the music dies we're going up to the room and that's really when the the big fun begins and let me ask you this question there's probably people who are listening who lots of our people have never gone to lifestyle parties right and after parties how do you describe an after party in a hotel room what is the real life what is it like it's a roman orgy have you if you have ever seen caligula it's Caligula without all the blood. <laughs> it is down to fuck. There's not a lot of standing around talking. It is down to fuck. Okay, guys. Well, uh, thanks for coming on the show. We are definitely going to have you back again. And we'll recap what's happened after tonight. Because knowing you guys, there's going to be some dirty stories. We'll be right back on the Sensational Unicorn right after this. Welcome back to the TSU, Anna. Yes. How come I was doing all the work and you were, I guess you were probably fucking another couple. You no, I was not. Let me ask you a question. I might have gotten a caramel frappuccino with no caramel drizzle. Did you make out with the girl in your, at any point in your interview? No. Yes or no? No. I don't believe you. <gasps> Did you hear any of that interview? Mm, he has a big dick. How do you that know? I do know. But the story of <laughs> addiction and how he got into this. Really thick cock. How do you Long. know this? I know this. How do you know this? I had it in my mouth. <laughs> I might have been under the table all that time. <sighs> no. So, Anna, if people need to reach us for somehow or they need to know about getting peed on, how no, can they what? reach us? <sighs> Goodness gracious. You can text us at 916-836-1336. You can email us at the sensational unicorn at gmail.com. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram, TSU Lifestyle. Uh, follow us on Twitter, TSU Lifestyle. Or you can also just follow the podcast, uh, the Sensational Unicorn Podcast on Instagram. And if you could do us a favor and please review us. And if you love us, please do a nice review. And if you don't like us, please don't say anything. Or just share it with your friends. And you can make fun of us if you'd like, but just share it with all your friends. And just if people make, yeah, don't like Anna, it's fine. just don't worry about it. I got it. I'll take care of it. Okay? Yeah. yeah, yeah um, <laughs> So that's it, Anna. <laughs> what? You're off for Mexico for two weeks for work. Uh, yay. Yes, and I'm here working. Yay. But we'll be right back. We'll Talk see you here. Bean in the burritos. Yay. So we'll see you again <laughs> on the Sensational Unicorn. Yay. Bye bye.